DK, Siswe and Ricardo, the hat-trick view. Well, we have a biokineticist <laughs> in the house. Yes, I just wanted <laughs> you to say that. <laughs> I knew you were me up. I was like, nah, been ready, been ready. And of course, we've got the absolute pleasure of having Vuvu Khatebe in the house. Am I saying that right? Is it Khatebe or Khatebe? Khatebe. 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 Yes. How are you, Vuvu? I'm good, thank you. I'm really excited to be here and really excited to talk about my profession. Well, we're excited to have you. And many at home will be, well, quite a few at home will be sitting and thinking, What's a biokineticist? I mean, I think I ask myself the same question every day. What do I do? Um, but it's quite simple. If we take the word biokinetics, um, mm-hmm. the word bio, that would just be um, life and then kinetics, movement. So life through movement. Mm. So that's the most basic way that I can explain it. Um, quite a varied day, but how I can describe it is it's um, scientific exercise prescription. I am a registered healthcare practitioner that improves quality of life um, through exercise. So treating a different variety of conditions, but my main treatment modality is exercise. Mm. And how did it come about that you find yourself in this field? Um, so, you know how it goes in high school, what do you want to be when you yeah, grow yeah. up, and you, you know, everyone's like, oh, I'm going to be an accountant, mm-hmm. I'm going to be an engineer, and I thought to myself, well, I don't really know what I want to do, and I remember the one day saying to my parents, all I want to do is wear tackies all day, <laughs> and then I was like, I'm not sure Welcome exactly <laughs> how I'm going to do that, but I was like, that's sort of me, so... Um, I've just always had a really big passion for exercise and sports. Um, in high school, I did a lot of sports, and then through that, I went on to study sports at the University of Pretoria. And still, I actually didn't know that I wanted to do biokinetics, but then I was quite blessed with an opportunity to shadow biokineticist. And then I was like, oh, that's it. And they're wearing tacky, so that's me. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was through my passion for exercise, it just got me more into the healthcare and medical side of exercise. Let's start in high school, right? Because in high school, um, as you decide what you want to do, it's also important that you align the subjects that you choose. Because I think that's because when you apply for varsity and you didn't do maths, but yeah, yet yeah. you want to, you know, um, what subjects did you take in high school that also allowed you to be what you want to be? Um, definitely life science. Okay. Um, obviously, bio, you know, that's the majority mm. of it, understanding anatomy human movement so that's probably like your number one they are changing the structure of our degree slightly so i'm not 100 percent sure on math being a requirement but um always recommended obviously to have life science and then maths and i think just having a passion for movement in general so if you're someone who goes to pe and you're miserable maybe don't consider the field, but I'd definitely say maths and life science or physics is most important. Sorry, Ricky. Um, pure maths or like real maths? Maths lit. Maths lit hour. You did real maths, right? Pure maths. Pure maths, yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, I must see here that uh, you completed your degree with a distinction. I can imagine that... Uh, there was there were some challenges that you faced within, uh, you know, completing this degree. What were some of the, those challenges throughout, uh, you know, your time in varsity? Um, I think what people really need to understand is it's obviously an academic career, but it comes with a lot of practical. So outside of just your studies, you need to 
apply yourself um, for practical time. So, I mean, in our honours year, I think we do 100 hours of prac. So it's quite long days that you need to be prepared for. So that's probably been the biggest challenge. But like I said, if you have a passion for the movement and the exercise, it won't be that challenging. Well, we have a father here in the studio. <laughs> and I'm going to take it back to Pure Max. Because he's like, what? Pure, Pure Max? Max? <laughs> yeah, no, just algebra. So, so things changed as yeah? time went. Um, um, they started splitting maths because actually maths is hard math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they had maths literacy. So which is like... I don't want to say it the way we said, but like three <laughs> plus two, you know. <laughs> and then there was your maths, maths with your trigonometry. I was lost. So. You guys are like pure maths. Yeah, math. I saw his face. I'm that's like, that's it's that's fine. We'll go back to it. Thanks. Thanks for clearing that up. It's less simple. Pure maths is more sophisticated. You have to find the X with the angles as she made. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. maths lead, coke zero, no sugar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not solving X in you. No, no, no. No, no, no. That's right. I get you guys. But so, Yep. Yeah, Vuvu, where do you work now, um, which allows you to kind of practice what you study? Um, so I was quite blessed. I practiced at a practice in Joburg called Justin Jeffrey Biokinetics, also known as Adjustability. And then on the side, I also own my own practice. So I'm oh, quite wow. blessed in the opportunity to do both and um, be exposed to a lot of different conditions. So at Justin Jeffrey Biokinetics, we have a big passion for neurological and special populations. So that's where I do the majority of that. And then at my own practice, I see a lot of your sports injury, your orthopedic sort of injuries, yeah. So I take it you two run into each other a lot in the netball world. What, what, what exactly do you do in the netball world? Do you play? She actually helps us a lot. So I think every time you help our team, I'm not there. Ne? Probably. Yeah, because the reason why I was like, no, man, I know this name. Because yeah. usually, so with our team, because obviously it's, you know, working individuals. Mm -hmm. So um, because of our netball community, then you'd ask um, other players from other teams to come help out. Mm -hmm. So I always see on the group, no, Vuvu's helping. Vuvu's helping. <laughs> but yeah, she's very good. Ah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's probably... What led me into this career is netball. That's my number one, and I just love it. If someone says, please come play another game. Mm. So you still play? I still play right now. I'm actually preparing now for the interprovincial tournament. Mm -hmm. um, that will be in March. But yeah, it's, I still play right now. And I love it. She's one of those who camp the whole night at the arena. They play every game from start to finish. <laughs> like, ready to help any team out. Oh, who's short? You need to play. You've got to play a short. I'm available type. It is. Honestly, it's a challenge of mine when they're like, who's helping? And I said, yo, I thought I was going to leave at half past eight. It's, it's something I've had to learn to say, I'm sorry, I can't play. I need to go home because I will play four, five, six rounds in a row. I just love it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, um, I can imagine that the human body is just so sophisticated. Now that you have the degree, does the learning ever stop with, with such a field where new information is increasingly coming in, being provided? How, how important is it to continually keep updating yourself with what's happening in uh, your world or profession? Um, so really good question. So um, to qualify, you need to do an internship. And something I told myself in my internship is I was going to stay teachable. Um, a lot of us leave varsity, I think you can all agree, and we think, yep, I've got a degree, you can't tell me anything, I'm 21 now, but I think that's probably something you actually leave with your degree and you don't know as much as you think you do, and so that continuous learning is so important as being registered healthcare practitioners, we do have to keep up with our continuous 
our CPD points. So you have to do a certain amount of courses over the years. But um, research changes, medicine changes. And so you need to constantly be keeping up with what's the latest technology, what's the latest um, feedback, what's the latest research. Are you doing it efficiently? You know, everything changes over time. So I think that's really important. And you know, working in the neurospace with technology, that's changed a lot. Like, I've been mm. blessed to be exposed to, like, an exoskeleton, which is a gait retrainer. We were one of the first in the country to work with one. So I've been mm. blessed with that. And that's something, if you're not open to what's out there, you're going to close yourself off and not be as efficient and not as good as what you want to be. So wait, the exoskeleton is that suit you sort of put on that's, like, makes you bionic type, like superhero strength so type? So um... It's a very, very special and unique um, piece of material yeah. that we have. Like I said, we were one of the first in the country to have one, the first in the southern hemisphere to have electrical stimulation. And mm. just to put it into layman's terms, I'm going to try not to use my body too much because I know people won't be able to understand. But think of your spinal cord injuries mm-hmm. or anyone who has lost or affected ability to walk yeah. um, what this skeleton does is it gets fitted to you um, obviously we have different body shapes different heights and everything so it gets fitted to your body and then it is a gait retrainer so someone who's seated for prolonged periods of time we can get them standing and what it does it provides feedback because the gait cycle needs to be done efficiently it's one thing to get someone walking again but are you doing it with the right patterning how much weight are they loading and just in general, if you're seated for a long period of time, you need to get up. How are you going to get up safely? And that's something that I'm, I've been blessed to work with. Oh. Two questions from my side. Quick one. Did you study anthropology? No, unfortunately okay. not. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, another one. How many... What? Did I confuse you? <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, I don't want to make it about me, but... Um, I was one of those who actually registered late in varsity, so uh-huh. I took what was available. Oh. So I did sports development no for a year, year, right? No, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just saw sports and I was like, yeah, anything related to sports. So sports development. Then we did anthropology. It was the study of bones, like, you know, oh, Masapo. Yeah. But like Masapo, I did Woko, and I was like, I'm not coming back here. So, because, yeah, that's why I'm asking. But how many hours do you have in a day? Because you are multi talented. You're an MC, um, <laughs> yeah, part of some commentary team as well for the N94.7 Ride Joburg and Warrior Race? Um, so I like to try keep things well balanced, but I think sometimes it can get ahead of me. And I think um, I have the same 24 hours as anyone else does, <laughs> but I think it's definitely passion that drives me. Um, that's a big part of my career and just getting involved in everything and it all stems back to obviously my love for sports, being involved in the um, 947 Ride Joburg, a big cycle challenge. That came through my love for um, exercise and then did a little bit of community service. And then I was so, so blessed that they said, yo, this lady can talk. Let's put her on her mic instead of a bike because they thought, you know, <laughs> cycling's not that good. Um, so, yeah, I think um, for me it's definitely passion. Passion drives excellence. Passion drives performance. If you're not passionate about what you're doing, you're going to feel like those 24 hours are running out. Now, um, South Africa, compared to other great sporting nations, when we, when we, when we like juxtapose your, your profession and against other countries, do you think there's a great respect for the work that you guys do? Or do you think there's, um, there's a gap that's there that just needs to be mended to ensure that the sport and, and the medicine side of uh, this whole aspect comes together for, for the better of the, the players? 
Um, it's a really good question. Just to put into context, biokinetics is quite a uniquely South African field. Oh. Overseas, we would be called an exercise physiologist or it would be more of an overlap between the physios and the um, physical therapists. So oh. that's something that is a bit challenging in this country. But I think what's quite important to understand is that we are registered healthcare practitioners. So we are trained in this field and we are trained to do it safely. And I think that's often something, I mean, like you guys said, what's a biokinetics? Like we, we don't even understand it. Um, but that, <laughs> that is something that's really, really important to understand. And just um, understanding that we work with a lot of healthcare practitioners. So I work really well with physios, chiropractors, you know, and there's a space for what we do. And there is a challenge in the country, but I think as we are growing as a profession and as people are reaping the rewards of what we are doing, you know, preventative care as well, um, people are starting to understand what we do and the relevance in the fields, yeah. I think Ricardo spoke to you about, well, asked you a question about constant learning. Um, how important is that, seeing as you just recently submitted your thesis yeah. and you're waiting <laughs> for your results for your master's? Um, yeah, that was something, I come from a very academic family. So you're intelligent. Um, <laughs> shout out to my mom and dad, dad being an engineer, mom with a master's in physics. Yeah. And yeah. Um, no pressure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was something I didn't know how much I wanted to do it. And I'm lucky I had the support and I'm lucky I have the practical experience. And it was something that I had to try fit in. It was a big challenge. So for anyone who's going to decide to work full-time, practice full-time and study, that is definitely something they need to bear in mind. But yeah, I was just blessed with the opportunity to do it. And I was blessed with support in going forward. So yeah, hold thumbs for me. Wow, all the best, man. Are there enough biokineticists in the country? Um, Female. Female biokineticists, yes, I definitely say so. And I'm, I think um, in, on any street corner, there is a biokineticist. You just need to go on to the Biokinetics Association of South Africa. You can find biokineticists there. You can just Google biokineticists around me. And um, a big part of it is personality. And I'm sure you'll find someone who clicks well with your personality and gets you moving safely and healthily. And just briefly in closing, looking forward, what, what ambitions do you hope to achieve within this field? Um, I, I hope to continue to grow. I hope to contribute to the field. And I hope to impact the lives of young biokineticists going into this field. I've loved my four or five years of practice. And I hope that I can inspire those to enjoy and be passionate as much as I am. Yeah. Mm. Well. Listen, thank you very much for coming through and uh, well enlightening us on your field. And I'm sure of the one or two youngsters that are listening out there, you may have touched one or two. And uh, more will uh, be looking to follow in your footsteps in uh, time going forward. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It's been amazing to hang out with you guys. Yeah, it's been cool. Thank you so much. The Hat Trick V with DK Lady Chabalala and Susan Mabena and Ricardo Genesis.